Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Charlie Baker. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Uh, after England's uh, gubbing last night, we thought mm. it only fair that a member of the Tartan Army should pop in to see us. Ali Ross was fresh from Armenia to see his team win by yeah. four on the night England lost by four. He was fresh, surprisingly yeah. fresh, Paul. He gave us a flavour of uh, the second tier of the Nations League on the basis that's where England are headed. <laughs> um, we also had lots of live racing from Royal Ascot, which we very much enjoyed, with Rupert yeah. Bell and uh, Lizzie Kelly. And yeah. uh, They'd been some, out for dinner, hadn't they, Paul? They had been out for dinner to quite an exclusive place uh, we heard from them um, we, we've got a new uh, sporting TV show that yeah. uh, Charlie will be bringing you yeah, but he's draw. making a purchase uh, you'll hear all about that I think that'll do you I think so here it all is good afternoon everyone good afternoon Charlie. There it is. That's who I am. Yeah, good I afternoon, Paul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, good show last night? Great show last night. And you missed I'm, a great game of football. Well, I was going to... What I normally do is watch the highlights on the way home or when I get in. Yeah. And I looked at the score and I thought, oh, I know Don't what, bring yourself down. I think bring I know what that, I'd seen a bit of Twitter and the sort of vitriol yeah. been oh, slammed yeah. around. Yeah. And I was it like, wasn't great. I won't watch that. So I watched the Shane Warne documentary instead on Amazon Prime. To give you a bit of a lift. <laughs> give me a bit of a lift. I can get that. Because I'd had a nice day watching the cricket and I thought, I'd like to keep that cricket buzz going. Funny that thing, those things you turn to the kind of comfort watching I, yeah. to me I, I, for reasons I won't go into particularly on air tough day tough week last week yeah. tough day Friday and I thought all I wanted to do so I sat down and like my film comfort blanket is this is Spinal Tap oh is it so I watched it again for like, about the millionth time I basically recited the script back Lovely. Uh, laughing, and it was brilliant. Sometimes you do, you need a bit of that, don't you? you need when, your... when Harry met Sally, I like Paul. Is that your I, one? I watched that over and oh. over again. And planes, trains, and automobiles. A great caller last night, the sports bar, of course. That was the place to be last night. It was fascinating. Oh, yeah. Straight after the match, I was out with the dog. I'm always out with the dog, but yeah, not in the are. woods, not at 10 o'clock at night. A bit you, creepy. Falling out just with in, wife. Just in the streets. <laughs> just in the streets. So I was listening to the sports bar, and I, I stuck around because you're getting some great calls. Jamie O'Hara said he's lost the dressing room. I don't actually quite know what that means in an England context but it's a fantastic phrase we all love Yeah, a brilliant caller at one point hello it's Dave from Dagenham here uh, for me they've got to go and I thought you meant Gareth <laughs> Channel 4 they've got to go <laughs> well, look at their win record Channel 4 so far 0% win rate 0% win rate uh, give it ITV to the end of the season. <laughs> I, I don't mind. Honestly, I don't mind like a foreigner coming in. Give it Ryuno. <laughs> give it Ryuno for the world. Give it Canal Plus. Don't know. It didn't really. It didn't. But he, he may well have done it. it was that kind Canal of night. Plus. That kind of night on the uh, sports. It, well, well, you know, Channel 4 do have the 0% yeah. win rate. And we always moaned about uh, ITV 
you know, England getting knocked out on ITV. I yeah. always used to moan about they're that. They're off the but, hook, uh, aren't they? They're off the hook. Punching the air ahead of ITV. Rubbing their hands at this, haven't they? Imagine Channel 4. Oh, they've lost it. I can't <laughs> believe it. Oh, it's, it's becoming a thing it's now. unbelievable. It's a thing now. So, um... Anyway, but I watched the Shane Warne documentary oh, and, yeah. um... He, it's like you know he's on those he's on those hair a lot of those hair adverts you know he was yeah or not, and and a lot of the guys on the yeah. sh- on the documentary are on a lot of those hair adverts yeah and a couple who look Andrew Strauss uh, I don't know what they've done the, the lighting isn't great for him right he looks a bit like an egg oh, okay. on it and so uh, it, it, and Mike Gatting as well without the beard you don't know where he'd go so uh, <laughs> a couple of, a couple of them do need to sort of maybe. Yeah. Look at the lighting on it, but um, he says in the documentary that the the ball, the ball of the century, was an absolute mm. fluke, yeah. and he could never do it again. Right? Couldn't, he tried and tried to do it again. He could never do the it thing again. Was with Cheney, he came pretty close to doing it again, hundreds of thousands of times. Not yeah. to that extent, no, but pretty close, I'd say. But I thought that was a, well, that was one for us, Paul. I could never do it again. Okay, you I did, did it once, once but you I could never, never do, do it again. Okay, you, you will think? get an awful lot of those. Marry my old oh, woman. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, Every well, time yeah. we get... We, we take know. it as red. We don't want any <laughs> we of them. We understand that We're, one. We don't yeah. want any of them. And you've got an idea, a big idea, haven't you, Paul? Big oh, new sporting I've got a idea. Big idea. Yes, I certainly have. Um, Charlie, uh, we want to scratch an itch for Charlie this <laughs> afternoon. We're going to be talking England very shortly with Henry Winter as yeah. well. But um, he's, he's, he's... For about a month now, he's seen this boxing ring... Uh, for sale, six hundred and fifty quid. What's it on? It's on Facebook Marketplace. Facebook I love Marketplace. anyway, Paul. I love, I love the, I love the Facebook Marketplace. So a boxing ring for sale for six hundred and fifty pounds. Yeah. And you, about five or six times now, you've said to me, boxing ring still available, <laughs> still there, Paul. You're really tempted to buy it, but I think you need a reason to buy it, Charlie. The problem is, you're going to buy it and you'll have nothing to do with it. Yeah. So. We've come up with an idea. We have, yeah, um, yeah. Should I just read you the description of the, yeah, go the on, boxing then, yeah. ring, Paul? Boxing ring, good condition, no rust, the ropes are good. That's good. <laughs> no base, mm. but can easily make one or have it on concrete. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah. Nice boxing ring on concrete. The corners work and are perfectly usable, but are used some cracking in the foam. Okay. So, you know, it's 650. Well, it sounds good enough for me to you set up in your back garden and for you us think? to launch, um, for, I mean, hopefully ITV will pick it up, Pro Celebrity Boxing. Lovely. Lovely. Uh, we've spoken to eight, we haven't. We've spoken to eight <laughs> boxers and they've all agreed to do it. They, all, they haven't. They're all on board. We didn't and they haven't. But these are the boxers that we've lined up and yeah. we're going to have a random draw. You're going to suggest the celebrities this afternoon will take them on. I think British celebrities ideally. Ideally, Because yeah, yeah, we, yeah. we want to be known to a British audience. Yeah. They'll be American, obviously American, Spanish, German versions of it. But for now, we're looking for British celebrities to take on these eight boxers. It's a mixture of current boxers... And former boxers, uh, because obviously it's pro celebrity. Yeah. He's asking a lot of celebs to take them on. Uh, Prince Nazim Hamed, yep. where Naz going to fight for us from his Windsor base these days. Uh, Canelo said yes, which is good. <laughs> Amazing, which is a surprise isn't it? for us. He didn't. Um, Julius Francis back in the news. Big Julius, obviously. He's he's willing to go. Using his newfound fame. Anybody's going to fancy that if he's in a high viz. Uh, Tyson Fury. Uh, Big Tyson, you heard earlier on with Jim. He's in it for the show. I'll do it, you daughter, he said, um, which was nice of him. (laughs) Nice of him. Um, He didn't. Uh, Ricky Hatton. Ricky's back in shape, isn't he? He's got a fight coming up, so he's prepared to do it. AJ. AJ said yes. I mean, the budget is... I mean, these are all light pencils, these. Uh, Chris Eubank, you can choose to fight the celebrity can choose to fight junior or senior yeah because I wouldn't fancy them to be honest and Katie Taylor of course current yeah, fine lovely. 
star of uh, boxing. So um, we want the eight celebrities. Come up with eight British celebrities this afternoon to take on those, and we'll have a random draw later on in the back garden, and we'll have it be fantastic. Graham Kelly, and that gives uh, gives Charlie a reason to buy that six hundred and fifty pound boxing ring. Talksport.com. Text eight ten eighty nine. Tweet TSH and J. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Yes, good afternoon. It is Paul Hawksby and Charlie Baker here on Talksport. Pro celebrity boxing is coming to a screen near you soon. We're looking for celebrities (laughs) to take part. Uh, Charlie's going to spend six hundred and fifty pounds on a boxing ring he's seen on but Facebook market. When you say a screen it'll be more likely to be like sort of my Instagram live. Okay. Or you know well, something like that. I'll be streaming it myself. Okay. On Instagram so there, you can Paul, take all the money you know. like pay-per-view. Yeah, Charlie Baker comedian on Instagram if you want to see the pro celebrity boxing. Yeah, Once we've celebrity. got it in in Once we've got this well we're going to need a draw. Know. We've got eight boxers on board yeah. uh, and we need We've uh, done the, the hard bit. Yeah, we've done the hard bit. The celebs should be a easier booking. So we just need you to suggest eight celebs that we can uh, and then we'll do a draw later on in the show. And we'll match the boxers that we've lined up including Canelo and Tyson Fury and one or two others. Uh, so keep those coming. Talksport.com, text 81089, tweet TSH&J. Very much enjoyed the commentaries yesterday from uh, Royal Ascot. We're going to be bringing you three races a day uh, throughout the meeting. And uh, joining us once again, the dynamic duo. Lovely. Of, uh, Rupert Bell and the former jockey, Lizzie Kelly. Good afternoon, guys. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Lizzie. Was so. Rupert, were you late today or...? I was bang on time, just like the Royal Procession. Oh, you yeah. you hit the came to us just as the national anthem finished. Oh, Perfect timing. That little chair wasn't for the fact that you'd come on time to us. <laughs> uh, I've just checked with my watch at fourteen oh eight twenty two. Still got it. Um, I've still got it, um, just, and um, we are here, ready to enjoy a fabulous day's racing. It's very hot here. But then we, who's mind. the royal party today, then, Rupert? Who's who's who's, um, who's in? Well. Who's in? Uh, sadly, no queen, but uh, Prince Charles and his wife are in town. Mm-hmm. Uh, Beatrice and husband are in town. And Edward and Sophie are in town. Uh, in the, they're in the royal procession. And there are other people who I'm not overly familiar with. Um, okay, My, the minor royals. I always thought you'd known them all as, as um, Times Radio's... Uh, sorry, <laughs> um, Talk Radio's... Um, don't expose my don't expose my lack of knowledge. Know them on site, surely. Yeah, you would think um, so. <laughs> well, yeah, I should do, but um, I'm afraid I haven't been asked to do the commentary on the role because you do uh-huh. have to suddenly you you have to get googling because uh-huh. I don't know who David Bowes line is lion is. I'm sure he's a relationship relation of the Queen's mother, McQueen mother, but what relation I don't know. Yeah. yeah. So you, don't get you, me started. Have you it? moved in royal circles, Lizzie, over the years? I'm sure you have. <laughs> no, I'm afraid not. I'm no. afraid that I'm absolutely hopeless with all of the royals. I've oh. no idea who anyone is. Oh, okay. well, Lizzie might be able to help us. We were discussing, oh, yeah. actually, Lizzie, or Rupert, you might know, is how far down is the etiquette of having your top hat? We've noticed that how people far who down wear your, your glasses, if the hat's too big, the, your hat, forehead. the hat sits on top of the glasses and you look like a character from the Beano. It's not a, <laughs> it's not a great look. I mean, I know I keep coming back to top hats, but we're not going to talk about it this week. When are we going to talk about it? So it's, well, it's, it's, it's top of the talking point amongst TalkSport listeners. Mm, Every day they wake up, mm, we <laughs> yeah. need H&J to have more top hat chat. Yeah, we, we do. Red hot top hat chat. Talk, TalkSport, not talk top hat. Yeah, take our mind off of England getting gubbed last night. That's, that's uh, very um, true. Good night for uh, Ollie Watkins. You're Ollie Watkins, of course, wasn't it, really? Not involved in the game. And uh, anybody who didn't play in any of these matches, their stock has risen, Rupert. 
Uh, <laughs> I, I think we were... Where, did we watch it last night? No, we had a quiet dinner at uh, oh. Ardeur in an empty restaurant. Oh. looked a bit strange. Um, in, in the centre of Woking, right. at Cote Brasserie... It wasn't Peter Express, was it? Peter Express, was it? Peter <laughs> Express, was it? <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we went. We went. That's why he wanted to go. Yeah. Of yeah. course he did. Well, He's the royal the correspondent for. Just, just in case he was in his old, <laughs> his old army mate, acquaintance. Yeah. Well, we couldn't find Pizza Express. Oh. Uh, I'm not even sure Prince Andrew found Prince uh, Anyway, uh, but anyway, don't get myself in trouble here. Um, but anyway, we didn't find that, and it was just me and Lizzie sitting outside on the uh, little forecourt. Woking is... I know Ben, uh, obviously, is from Woking, but the forecourt... Was, was it a garage you're eating at? Did you, have a, did you have a wild bean sandwich and a coffee? You're pushing the boat out, did you? On the forecourt. <laughs> Just up by the, the compressed air machine. We'll have, our norm, we'll have our little table by the compressed air machine, if that's all right. A couple of tokens for the what, machine. What were we on, then? We were, what were we on, Lizzie? Help me out there. Well, we were just terrace. outside, yeah. Yeah, terrace. terrace. Four-court. Four-court. <laughs> yeah, you're trying to hit. sit there halfway through your starter bloke saying, yeah, mate, pump number three's not working. <laughs> yeah. It's not, yeah, not kicking out any diesel. <laughs> but our dinner was cheaper than a pint of diesel or whatever you... Oh, a pint of diesel, please. Probably uh, well. <laughs> pint of... Well, uh, anyway... <laughs> We digress, I think. Yeah. I think we do. Uh, I think he's with, with his long jean watch, yeah. sitting on a forecourt <laughs> in Woking. Sitting on a forecourt, smelling <laughs> well, faintly Can I just... But we did have a... There is a War of the Worlds statue outside us, isn't there, Lizzie? You know, you know that thing, that great spider? <laughs> Lizzie's lost it. She's yeah, gone. She's gone. She's, gone. she's Look, lost it. Because it's we're near the HG Wells Centre. I'm giving you. Oh. This is serious stuff. Okay, <laughs> you're doing your best, Rupert. I know. <laughs> I've lost. I've so, lost uh, if, if you're in, if you're near the HG Wells um, Centre, what are the chances of anything coming from Mars? <laughs> <laughs> that's the, that's right. Yeah, that's nice. Oh, that's good, no a million to one. You see, well, it was lovely, to, wasn't it? Yeah, one of the odds. Yeah. Well, yeah, we, some of yeah. them are giving you a million to one. Some of the bookies <laughs> are not giving you as much as that. Um, <laughs> so that's it. We got we got more great racing. Um, I've discovered sure? uh, when I t- <laughs> I've discovered in the 2.30 um, yep. that uh, somebody I, I sort of walk my dog with now and again is part of a syndicate for one of the horses I had no idea it's called Primrose Ridge it's 100 to 1 apparently doesn't sound like he's got much of a chance but I, you know I felt out of loyalty I should have a couple of quid on it but I think Love Reigns is very much everybody's I'm cup of tea for the first race is that right Lizzie Love Reigns? Yeah, it's all about her at the moment. Um, trained by Wesley Ward, who um, had the wonderful Lady Aurelia a few years ago. Wonderful filly, who was also a sprinter. Um, and this horse seems to be trying to fill that gap. Um, she won her first race by about 10 lengths in a five furlong sprint, which was absolutely phenomenal. Um, there are other ones in there that you could... Uh, you could um, it, you could really like dramatised mm. would be one of them. Yeah, that's that's what I'm, on, a, I'm on that, Lizzie. Yeah, she was really impressive in her first run as well. Excellent. So, what, is that your pick, dramatised? Would you say? Well, actually, I'm going for something else. No. Okay. I can't remember its name. Maria yeah. Brand. Yeah, Maria Brandwell. Oh yeah. So mm. this is a horse that's run lot. twice. Get um, that to yourself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, she. I, I, well, I, I think I'd try to. I think that would probably be my pick of the day. You oh, gave right. us wow. Oh, you gave man. us a winner yesterday, and the listeners were very grateful. Rupert, what's the ones to avoid? What are you fancying this one? <laughs> I, I feel a little insulted <laughs> you know, with all the experience I bring to the table. Yeah. No one ever 
values my opinion. No. And, well, um, yeah. But I do fancy um, Maria Branwell as okay. well. Oh, nice. And then um, I've just, I'm just going to pass on the information I heard from my nephew, oh, right. uh, who is the son of my, obviously my brother, yes. who's a trainer. <laughs> oh, yeah, we know how it works. Really oh, that's how it works. Yeah, 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 I've often wondered. <laughs> wonder well, who that little lad was who hung around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, Coming around every Christmas. Yes. Who's he? What's he on a present for? Yeah. Well, I'm that kid's here again. Do- uh, well, I'm the dodgy uncle sitting in the corner. Bet you uh, are. On the forecourt. Yeah. <laughs> With me HG Wells statue. Yeah, yeah. And, your, your um, driving sunglasses. Yeah. Um, I've got a pair of them. And, um, Did he buy I've you made- some flowers, Lizzie, and some charcoal briquettes <laughs> last night? <laughs> here, have these briquettes. <laughs> a packet of fire lighters for you. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> this has descended, Rupert. Really, we're all a, we're all a bit so hysterical. You see, as I mentioned yesterday, I've got 21 horses to learn here. Yeah, and I'm, I'm not actually getting the time here to do prep. So, if uh, if the bosses are living, listening and yeah. I call the wrong winner, would you please forgive me? Because uh, you've got fi- res- we got 15, we got 10 minutes now to gen up. Well, so we'll leave you to it, Rupert. Okay. Thank you, Rupert. Thank you, well, Lizzie. I was going to oh, yes. tell you, Mayland C might oh. have an each. Mayland C. Okay, Mayland C. That's brilliant. Oh, nice one, Rupert. Thank you, Lizzie. Thanks very much. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Yes, indeed. It's uh, Paul Hawksby and Charlie Baker here on Talks. But I like. I love singing the jingles in my time you off. Do. It's a lovely impression, Paul. Yeah. Uh, anyway, let's go racing then. It's the Queen Mary Stakes first race uh, we're going to bring you uh, this afternoon. And uh, once again, Rupert Bell, Lizzie Kelly uh, are our uh, commentary team. Good afternoon again, both. We've all calmed down a bit, haven't we? I think we're ready. We've got our game faces on. We're ready to go. And uh, we, we, we look like we're on time, Rupert. That's not a, a pop at your free watch. I'm actually asking that question properly here. Yeah. Well, it's very kind of you. Um, are we on time? Well, yes, I think we probably are because mm. they're starting to load them up now. So uh, I think the first of the runners are being uh, shepherded forward. Um, yes, and there's 21 fired up two-year-old fillies um, ready to go. Um, and it could be quite interesting I do expect Love Reigns uh, to charge into the lead. As long as his jockey, Irad Ortiz, is not caught napping at the start like he was yesterday on mm. Grand Powell because he was slightly unaware of British rules in racing. And he didn't realise that you could withdraw a horse at the stalls, looks over his left, finds there's no one there and thinks, well, we're not ready yet. And starter says go. And he was left napping. Mm. So it was slightly embarrassing for him. But he can make amends today if um, he can um, win this race. Fantastic. And so you, you, you were telling us earlier on, Lizzie, um, Maria Bramwell yeah, was your was your, your lumped on that now. I'm afraid, yeah, us and a number of the listeners are right behind you after your successes yesterday. Well, yeah, I mean, it's a bit of a, a bit of a sort of worry, I suppose. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> a little bit under pressure, but I'm um, dramatised as another horse who's going to be, I think, there or thereabouts in the in the sort of silver silks. And then poor old Rupert's got about five fillies all wearing exactly the same shade of purple to contend with oh, in this particular oh, wow. race. That's not easy. Well, I- um, what I'm worried about is poor old Lizzie's catching my disease. She's worried about as being a good tipster, and she, she feels like sitting with me in my forecourts is not doing her any 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 great. Dragging uh, her down to your level, Rupert. 
Well, it, right. it has been a bit like that, but um, we'll try and raise it. Yes, these horses all in the ammo racing colours. They're all of various shades of purple, so um, a, um, and the caps are not very distinguishing. So um, I hope they run badly. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. It looks as if Love Range just has it. Dramatised on this near side. Primrose Ridge trying to pick up. On the far side, Katie Content. There's plenty in here with it. Love Range looks to have been uh, swamped by Dramatised. On the far side, Katie Content. Picking up is Mayland C and also dramatised on this near side coming at the final stages and it's going to be dramatised who holds on to win Mayland C for my brothers from an absolute blinder oh happy days and then sorry rather bad and Maria Branwell was back in third but dramatised really hyped before justifying the hype and running a huge race rather surprised to see my brother horse go so well sorry for I've right, suddenly lost the plot there but uh, for dramatised that was a convincing performance and the trouble is when these American horses come over suddenly it's so different when you're not running on a turn seem to have every chance but the hill here at Ascot is deceptively demanding and that's why Love Reigns faded away in the other hand dramatised who won at Newmarket which has an uphill finish benefited from it yeah absolutely it really made it into a staying race as well because uh, Love Reigns came out of the gates and she wanted to go quick didn't she she's not stayed as you've suggested Maria Branwell's run on really nicely and um, and your brother's horse Maryland Seas run a cracker well I know I can't believe it um, but I didn't back it uh, so there you go so uh, it's, it's back to the forecourt tonight boys <laughs> uh, uh, and that's actually very quick time sub, sub a minute the ground is quick here um, anything under a minute shows it was sharp so dramatised who Carl Burke has said is probably the best filly he's had in his yard well he's got a hot one here uh, because she scorched her way down the course here and it was a very emphatic victory and market leader as well the five to two favorite Mayland C was 28 to one in third second and Maria Branwell third at nine to one so favorite backers off to a flyer fantastic lovely work thank you guys uh, and Charlie you're very happy yeah, because I was on that you got that. you got the winner. Eighteen pound seventy-five, Paul. Oh, fantastic! Not bad, we, we eh? dine, we'll dine well tonight when we, we? we'll find a lovely little yeah, uh, petrol station somewhere, somewhere and we'll push the boat out. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll have two pasties. We'll warm up two oh, pasties. Lovely! What a lovely a idea! A little coffee from the machine a gra- in there. A grab bag of crisps. That'll be nice. We'll go and really push the boat yeah, out. Yeah, really. A two-pound Yorkie. Oh, wow, what about it? How can you charge two-pounds for that, Ritter. mate? I know I'm a captive audience. I mean, I'm in a <laughs> filling station at three o'clock in the morning, but what are you going to do? The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.
it. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Now, we mentioned earlier on that Charlie, we got the scratch this itch because for about the past month he keeps saying to he's me... going on to you about it, and I Yeah, he keeps, he'll keeps keep, he'll come in and he'll say, uh, first time, boxing ring is available for sale uh, on Facebook Marketplace, 650 yeah. quid. Mm. I said, no, that's nice, Charlie. I mean, I haven't got any room or use for it. But I just thought you were alerting me to it for a bit of a chat. And then a week later you said, still there, Paul, still there, the boxing ring. It's not... <laughs> Not sold yet, 650, no one's bought it. No, they had a new photo on it as well. Yeah. And then a description, there wasn't a description before. It doesn't look like you're just buying some ropes. Oh, okay. But <laughs> but every week, you know, Charlie's been coming in and saying, yeah. still there, Paul, and he did it again today. So yeah. I thought, you, you've got to buy it, Charlie. It? You clear, It's a bit <laughs> field of dreams, isn't it? Build it and they will come. Yeah, maybe that's what and it what is. And what better way to launch the, the Charlie Baker boxing auditorium in his garden in Oxfordshire? The new Ben Shalom, you said I could be. You could you? be. You could be a new kid on the block when it comes to fight promoting. I'd like to see you on, at that top table with yeah. Ben and Frank yeah. and... Putting them in Newton Abbott Eddie cattle market. And, and all the gang and that's Big Don. You could be the new Don King of uh, Oxfordshire. It'd be fantastic. Yeah. Newton so, Abbott, or Newton Abbott Cattle Market, Paul. That'd be lovely, wouldn't it? We'll put it there. on there. I bet while, they've had while the market's on. I bet they've had... Hey, man, only one, two, three, four, <laughs> I bet they've had a bit of bare knuckle there oh, over I the years. I can imagine. I yeah. can imagine. So, um, what we decided to do was make it pro-celebrity. Uh, pro-celebrity... I've just dropped one of the names. Oh, that's not, that's not a very good start, Pro-celebrity boxing. It's, I've always felt it should be on TV lovely, yeah. over the years. And uh, it's about time we brought it to our screens. You suggested... Eight celebrities. One celebrity is actually um, suggested himself, which is very good. Nice, and we've put, nice. him put him in. Put him in there. show. In. So, uh, here we go. We've got eight fighters who've said, yes, they haven't. You're just doing the draw, you? Just, I'm yeah. just sat here, a bystander. Um, no, you, do you want to do oh, the draw? Well, I don't mind, Paul, you know. Um, uh, do you want to do the draw? You do the draw, Charlie. There. I've got put them. them. In there. You're going to put them in that bag? Could you be able to find them? Yeah, them them just pick them up. You don't know what they are. <laughs> okay, there's eight there, Charlie. Okay. So, um... Uh, the first fighter up is Prince Nazim Hamid. Uh, which Prince. celebrity will he fight uh, in Charlie's Garden? Jane McDonald. Jane McDonald. Joanne in Birmingham. Thank you, Joanne. Thank you, Jane Joanne. Yeah. I'll, Jane, be in, I'll be in Jane's corner. Jane McDonald. I mean, we'll have to get, have to get her back off holiday. I mean, yeah, Channel 5, there, yeah. she's always on holiday with Channel 5. And, and, so. and after the fight, she'd 100% sing Eye of the Tiger or something. I think she, she will. into it because <clears throat> she always sings she, a themed song. She does. She'll do There's that. There's no she easy said. way out. She, Jane would say something like, well, I've knock Naz out in the third round so let's celebrate by singing uh, yeah Eye of the Tiger yeah, then, yeah, and yeah. she'll do a version and all the company will be dancing version. so uh, Naz agreed to come out lovely he, he hasn't to come out of retirement to fight okay the, the tough fight for our next celebrity coming out of the hat it is uh, a very active fighter still we're surprised he said yes he hasn't uh, it's Canelo Alvarez. Uh, Canelo, um, who's who's he going to be fighting? Andy Smart, friend of the show. Andy Smart, yeah, Andy Smart. Um, hasn't boxed, he said, for years. Since but 1985. He's, he's come out of retirement and put himself forward to be on the... He'd be like Tommy Hearns, wouldn't he? 
too ranging. Yeah. I think he'd ask questions. Of, I mean, he'd get a good idea. I, I think Canelo would underestimate. He, he'd, he'd, yeah. and, and Andy would show him them teeth. But I think at first, and everyone, he'd think, look at his teeth. He's never had a fight in his life. He'd think he's he's a he's a big unit. Yeah, a, yeah. A, you know, a fight at distance, and, and then he's taking on the bulls, of course, the cheese then in he'll, then he'll get a Cooper's good idea. Hill cheese. Julius Francis is back, a man who fought uh, Mike Tyson. Julius yeah. has been very much in the news for his uh, uh, fighting prowess. Who will Julius fight in your garden? Heavyweight, heavyweight fight, Paul. Yeah, Greg Davis. Gone. Now Greg that is Davis, that is uh, that is Mark, a hell of a fight. Mark Greg Davis, Celtic fan. Fine. Uh, comedian and uh, taskmaster uh, fame of course uh, Julius Francis just to recap so far we have Prince Nazim Hamid versus Jane McDonald uh, Canelo Alvarez versus Andy Smart mm. Julius Francis versus Greg Davis uh, we'll, we'll give you the dates and where you'll be able to watch soon uh, Tyson Fury was on with Jim earlier on we got him off the line we said are you prepared to be part of Charlie's Bynum Ring 650 can we listen to all that I don't know if he took it in <laughs> and he said okay you big dusser okay, and yeah. he said he's in so and he'll uh, be fighting he'll be fighting who's he fighting he's fighting Christopher Biggins oh <laughs> fantastic bringing a Come little bit there. of panto to the world of boxing I think Biggins wow hey. Biggins versus Fury I yeah, think we'll all watch it amazing that will be a great you big duffer that will be it's a behind great. you you big duffer <laughs> we'll be doing all that oh no oh no it's not yeah so um, Ricky Hatton Ricky, uh, Ricky uh, Hatton coming out of retirement by all accounts is Ricky uh, we hope um, to fight uh, Marco Antonio Barrera so Ricky's in shape he's in good nick who's he fighting Graham the Swindon Posty has suggested John Prescott John Prescott what a man Ricky Hatton what a, a man fight with, uh, fighting background of course we remember two jags as he comes no, in, he there's one jag bang there's yeah, the other one bang when he was egged uh, so uh, JP versus uh, Ricky Hatton there uh, Anthony Joshua uh, is up next in the pro Lovely. celebrity boxing. Who's the celebrities fighting and who suggested them? Oh, it's beautiful. It's the AJ v the GC. It's Gemma Collins. Ball. Oh, it's AJ versus who suggested uh, the GC? Uh, Steve in Godalming. Well done, Steve. So it's AJ versus uh, Gemma Collins, the GC. It's going to be a heck of a fight. Top now, of the bill, that one, Paul, was it? Top of the bill. I think, I'm not, I don't know where we are. I don't know we're going to put this card together. It's going to yeah. be very difficult. Now, Chris Eubank, junior or senior, will be the choice of the celeb who they want to fight. So It's um, wee Jimmy Cranky. Oh. So maybe it's uh, Ian, Ian Tuff, who's the other Cranky, Ian yeah. Cranky, yeah. and we Jimmy Cranky fighting both Eubanks. That's like a tag team like boxing. Tag team. <laughs> that's, that's why you've spent 650 quid on a boxing ring, because you have showman's ideas Exactly, like that. that's what the I'll greatest be showman. at. Uh, uh, Jimmy and Ian, um, and uh, there we are. The Eubanks. Uh, uh, the Eubanks. And finally, the great Katie Taylor, okay, so an Irish one, uh, world champion, taking on... Taking on... Chris Rockabono. Chris. The Untuck It Man. Chris Rockabono will probably want to wear a vest. And, and, and but we'll make him tuck it in. Yeah, we'll yeah, yeah, him... yeah. Well, that'll be the that'll be. He's the Chris Riccobono, isn't he? Yeah, Chris Riccobono. That'll be the bit of gamesmanship before it. Katie Taylor, tuck your shirt in. Yeah, that one. Yes, you'll get get under his skin, won't you? Yeah. So there we are. There it is. Uh, that Prince was Matt in Manchester. Hamid. Thanks, Matt. Thank you, Matt. Uh, Prince Nazim Hamid versus Jay McDonald. Canelo Alvarez versus Andy Smart. Julius Francis versus Greg Davis. Tyson Fury versus Christopher Biggins. Ricky Hatton and John Prescott. It's Anthony Joshua versus Lovely. Gemma Collins. Chris Eubanks, Junior and Senior take on the Crankies in a tag team boxing first. And then Katie Taylor 
uh, versus Chris Riccoboni of Untuck It fame. So what a night great. it's going to be. Wow, it's uh, We'll tell you how you'll be able to watch it soon. Um, so, uh, yeah, thanks for everybody who suggested uh, boxers today. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Yes, in fact, we're going racing right away. It's the Queen's Vars next, the five past three at Royal Ascot. Back to Rupert Bell and Lizzie Kelly. Uh, guys, what are we fancying for this race? We'll start with you, Lizzie. Yeah, this is going to be really interesting. I quite like the um, Baltic Bird trained by John and Thady Gosden with Frankie Dettori on board. I think that he, she, he won last time out, um, son of Frankel. I think this could be right up his street. Fantastic. And for you, Rupert? Uh, I've got two. Eld- well, the favourite, Elder- Elderov. When I was looking through the form, I thought, well, it's got good form. I'm seeing it unbeaten, two from two, one on the all-weather, but obviously he's improving. Each way, I think Carl Burke, he had the win over the first with Dramatised, and Al-Karim each way um, for Carl Burke. So those are my two. And Nahani ran in the derby, but uh, Adam Kirby, who rides, uh, well, who uh, was on this horse in the derby, said he didn't like the fireworks going off, So, uh-huh. but clearly and was thought to be a little unlucky in the derby, so may not be that far away. But this is a, a good race in terms of maybe the St. Ledger at the end of the season for three-year-olds and subsequently the staying horses who could be contesting the races like the Ascot Gold Cup. But they they start right in front of the grandstands here and it's a very short run to the turn. So it's a little different um, in terms of... It's more like a national hunt race, so Lizzie's at home here. <laughs> yeah. right, yeah. And uh, we're not far off, Rupert, are we? They're, they're uh, more or less practically all in, from what I can see. Uh, yep, I think just one more to go in, and that's Hafit, one of two Godolphin runners, and probably James Doyle on this one. And it's uh, certainly been talked of in positive signs as they are all in, I think. Yes, and they're off. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Zechariah still has the call. Now Eldorado is getting serious with a furlong to go, and Hafit on the outside. Can Zechariah and Colin Keane hold on? Eldorado is flying now the finish, it's going to be desperately close in half it, as they've got half a furlong to go Elder Arderov and Zechariah on the far side, that is desperately close too close to call between those two it's on the bob and I'm not sure which one, so Lizzie was watching that closely we're looking at the monitor again I wonder Elder Arderov might have timed the run to perfection, David Egan has he got there in time it's on the, oh I don't know I don't know Oh, that is very, very tight. Uh, Colin Keane on board, Zachariah. David Egan on board, Elder Ardorov. I mean, that's got to be a photo, hasn't it? Yeah, well, it, it is definitely a photo, but it's a question I need you to Well, tell I me. don't know. I haven't seen the photo, I suppose. No, gut feeling. Instinct. Oh, it's so tight, Rupert. It's so tight. I... So tight. Honestly, a stride before the line, you would have said that it was um, Zachariah, wouldn't you? I was uh, right before the line. But you're on that, and you pull. I was on Zachariah. I mean, it's you're right, uh, Lizzie and Rupert. I mean, it's in, I mean, it's, it's stupidly to close me. to call. It may be just Zachariah. We've watched it back on the screens yeah. quite close up a few times, but then then you look at it again, and yeah, then you just don't know. And so no. that's why the judge. You know, it's a sort of race that feels like a, a dead heat because it was one was going down, head down, the mm. other was coming. I mean, it was almost as if mm. the twain had met. So, um, so close. Um, with half it, the um, jam in the sandwich, and they're taking a long time. But Eldorado off 
Well, looking to preserve his unbeaten run. He's what now, if he wins this, he's three from three. I've just seen uh, uh, James Doyle get off board half it. Um, just, I mean, it is hot and it was a tough run from uh, half it, but he's just uh, easing, getting off the horse just to walk them back because, heat, as I say, it is, it is hot now. Mm. Charlie, there's going dead heat, dead heat. Um, you may be right because the technology now is quite sophisticated mm. uh, and the way they can look at it. Um, in the in the old days, it probably would have just been called a dead heat. Yeah. Um, my grandfather back in the day was a judge. Oh, was when he? They didn't have, when he didn't uh, post-war and actually was the judge at the first meeting that they had um, the cameras, which is a digression, mm -hmm. was old Spitfire technology. It was sort of aerial, <laughs> aerial reconnaissance technology yeah, yeah. for the cameras. So there you go. Those anyway, great old black and white sort of sepia uh, photo finish pictures that you occasionally yeah. see of the way they used to do it were fantastic, Rupert, yeah. weren't they? Well, that, that's... That, yeah, he of did course, it. the last time that we had a dead heat was at um, Aintree, yeah. where oh. the, there, then there was a steward's inquiry and they... They they took it away from one of the horses. Well, that was Pied Piper. Yeah, Piper. Yeah, that's the last. Well, there won't be a there won't be a stewards' inquiry here, but it is that close, and that's why both jockeys are thinking: Is it me, Colin Keane, who's a really good jockey based in Ireland, and David Egan? Um, well, he's having a good day. He rode uh, my brother's horse in the first race, second, mm. but I think he doesn't want to be second again. But he looked like he timed that to perfection as he but it just, he may needed another yard. Yeah, I think it helped him actually that her feet was there because it gave it gave his horse something to aim at and then once he got upside him, he got into a battle with the eventual third, uh, which got him closer to, to the horse in front. Um, so, but it's very, very tight. So they're just walking around. Here is the result. And... Well, the favourite win. Favourite win. Uh, well, you've got to give David uh, Egan credit yeah. there for the perfectly timed run. He's a, he's son of John Egan. He's making a big impact himself. Well, he got it absolutely right there, and snatching it. Frustration for the Zechariah team, but there we have for favourite backers. They're two from two. The five to two favourite has obliged in the Queen's Vase. A really good mm. performance. And this horse now is obviously, you'd have to be thinking of the St. Ledger here for Roger Varian, uh, the, the last of the British classics that, at Doncaster in early September. But uh, that was a, a well-timed run in the end and beating the gallant Zechariah, who was a 20-to-1 chance with Hafit in third at 9-to-1. Fantastic. Thank you, guys. First of all, we let you go. The next race, the 340 Prince of Wales Stakes, uh, a very small field, isn't it? Just five horses um, mm. in the next one. Yeah, but they've won over £11 million between them. These are some of the best horses you will see. We've got State of Restraint by Joseph O'Brien, who won the Cox Plate in Australia. You've got a Japan Cup winner in Shirea. You've got Lord North, who's won big, countless big races, including this two years ago. And Baybridge, trained by Derby-winning trainer Sir Michael Stout, the uh, the rising star of the, the 10 furlong division. And, and the fifth horse grand glory is a pretty good mare herself as yeah. well so it select but my goodness me it's a cracker could you find a winner in there lizzie before we let you go for that next race 
Well, uh, this morning I, I went for the Japanese horse, Shire, yeah, Shire, mm. mm. but I've changed my mind. Right. <laughs> I've changed my mind. And it's I like, think oh, you I'm... can't say it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think Ch- that might have uh, a significant... Right. Charlie, you're absolutely impact. right there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> went to the token. I, I couldn't yeah. say it, yeah. so I just went, oh, um, Lord North. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something happened. <laughs> but I can say state of rest oh, so no, maybe i'll land on that one i'm not sure you should be backing it on the basis that that's the one she can say but who knows <laughs> yeah, we've knows? won we've won for stranger reasons and indeed lost the hawksby and jacobs daily podcast paul hawksby charlie baker here on Talksport while england were getting uh, a kicking last night conceding for scotland was scoring for oh, albeit yeah. going behind but uh, coming back from behind to win the game in armenia fresh from armenia he got back this morning. Uh, Tartan Army foot soldier, son, uh, TV columnist. It is Ali Ross. Ali, good to hey, see hi. you. It's lovely to see you both. Yeah. Uh, small as you appear yeah, because yeah. I'm uh, rather underslept. <laughs> yeah. Now, before we poke England with sticks, let's find out. I mean, one of the great joys of uh, watching your nation uh, around the world is, is opening your eyes to different parts of the world you'd mm-hmm. never normally go to. And I guess that was true of Yerevan and, Ar- and Armenia, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. When the drawer is made, you look for the weirdest place. Hmm. And you book that one immediately. Yeah. And when you get there, everyone's like, yeah, well, this was always the one, wasn't it? Yerevan <laughs> <laughs> away, yeah. yeah. The more, you boast about the number of flights and the inconveniences and well, the cancellations. Some of your Tartan Army, fellow Tartan Army foot soldiers took six planes from six. Dublin to get to Armenia. That yeah. is good going. Yeah. Some right. of them had, uh, had got the time difference wrong. Uh, the game kicked off at five o'clock British time mm. yesterday, which was eight o'clock. And they thought it was five o'clock. Oh. I mean, so there was a little exodus after about <laughs> sixty minutes. Well, where are you going? You know, we're four one up. <laughs> but they, they had a flight to, to get catch. their flight oh, back. Yeah, about sure. eleven. Oh, no, what nightmare? About half eleven last night. <laughs> what was, was it like it, as a place? I mean, obviously, it's something I probably. Wouldn't I really have. liked it. Yeah. Actually, it's a fascinating place. Uh, we spent this, without wishing to darken the mood. Uh, we spent yesterday at the Armenian Genocide Museum. Wow, oh, gosh. Uh, which is an, and it's an episode of history. Mm. This nation yeah, yeah. was forged in a lot of misfortune mm. and mm. squeezed on both sides by the Ottoman Empire and the Russians. Uh, and so there's a huge memorial up on the hillside which overlooks looks towards Mount Ararat. Yeah. Which, if you know your Bible, is where Noah washed up. Oh, right, okay. And it's, it's stunning. It's mm. a beautiful place and it's a yeah. fun place. And compared to somewhere people may have been... <laughs> I only have places people haven't oh, been. Right, okay. That's, the, that's yeah. the thing. Aberdeen. It is yeah. nothing like Aberdeen. Yeah. I can confirm. Yeah. But the people. It was a lovely. You sent me a lovely picture of you with some uh, some locals. I, they, yeah. they, they got a bit testy towards the end. They were they were ripping out the seats and throwing them at us. Oh, uh, we oh okay. Getting, that, we that, that escalated quickly. Yeah, <laughs> they were all smiles all before the match. Lovey dovey there, doesn't yeah. it? But uh, they did have a. A, a lively section mm. just to the left of us, which uh, which got a bit ratty. Good, good place we, to put them. Yeah, yeah. Right, right next. To, <laughs> yes, if I guess we could, you've got ultras either side of you, but don't worry. Yeah. yeah. What? Yeah. And what was it? Was it okay after the game? No issues. Oh, they kept us in for fifteen minutes. Oh, okay. Uh, and then we just weaved our way back to the hotel and. News started coming through from Molyneux that things were. Yeah, I mean, did you did you get, could you watch it? Was it on sort of Armenian it, match of the day? Or? It, it wasn't on. Oh. It just we, we had no way of other than of really confirming it because Wi-Fi was a bit unpredictable mm. as well. But people were coming through with these 
extraordinary report. England have shipped a third. Yeah. It's, it is your ideal trip. Scotland yeah. win away, <laughs> England lose at home. Yeah. I mean, for the first time since Scotland beat them at Wembley in 1928. The, Wem- the Wembley Wizards. The Wembley Wizards. We've all been doing right, our homework yeah. on that on the fly home. Yes, I'm sure you yeah. have been. If people, wanted to, if, people, if people wanted to travel like you do and, and, and support their country, Ali, where would people start? Say, you know, you get Armenia waves. A lot of people wouldn't know where to start, where to get tickets, how to travel, how to get there, who to go You've got to be a member of the support. There are a certain way you can do yeah, it. Yeah, you join the travel club, SFA yeah. Travel Club, and for going to a way you get yourself, it works on a points system. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm hoping I, I deserve at least two points for going to Armenia, I think so. Yeah. Oh, if you go somewhere, oh, you said points, not pints. Yeah, <laughs> if, you go, <laughs> if you go somewhere a bit more far flung, do you get extra points? You don't. No, no it's just a, no. Give... And they've started giving them out for home games as well. Oh, oh is, come on now! It's just flipping cheap. No. I can see on your face. You know that's wrong. <laughs> that don't is wrong. Right. That yeah. is totally wrong. Yeah. Now, your colleague uh, Dave Kidd on the Sun said today, England are now staring down the barrel of relegation to the second tier in the Nations League, where they could face minnows such as Montenegro, Albania, and Scotland. <laughs> so you might want to have a <laughs> Work with him when you Dave. go back downstairs. Has it come but, to this? Yes. Uh, I mean, that would look. I, 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 we don't want to see England relegated. It's not looking. St- but it will mean a couple of games in Scotland, which I'm sure you'd so welcome br- potentially. Br- bring back the flavour of the old uh, home, home internationals. Yeah, yeah. I think you'd find it a lot more interesting. I think the true fans would enjoy going to these places. You've been sort of left with. You must be bored of Germany, Italy. Holland, we get it all the time. Poland, yeah, the yeah, whole yeah. time. Same, same, same teams yeah. all the time. I've never actually been away with him. I've been to a lot of home games, but oh, I've been a never been times. away. I'd yeah. like to do that. Well, you, you represent, re, your your um, reputation precedes you a little bit. I mean, you're quite you know heavily policed in a strong arm way, and some people yeah. would say, well, well, you'd expect that. There's a lot of good England fans. With, with, who his, get with these sort of genial Ronald McDonald figures, and we mm. we come dressed in kilts, and people yeah. want their mm. pictures taken with us. And so oh, there's a yeah. lot of there's goodwill to start. And then, yeah. you know, they're probably in with a chance of beating us as well. Whereas, <laughs> you, know, you lot turn up. Oh, jeez, it's yeah. double trouble, isn't it? So there was they were cheering. You, you had an extra glass, did you, when, when the final result came in from Molyneux last night, the Tartan Army? Yeah, it's it's a bit of a hollow triumph, isn't it, really? Yeah, after I mean, the week or ten days you've had, well, yeah. yeah mm. one group of us is going to the World Cup and the other one isn't. So yeah. let's... and I. You know, I come back to this: people calling for Southgate to go. It's just, it's as it's more even more insane than the calls for Clark to go. It's just yeah, it's yeah. bonkers, isn't it? It's, it's the, it that comes with a sense of entitlement from those sorts of fans as well. Yeah, you I think no, quite, quite quite a lot of those people who are saying he's got to go have always said he could, were the ones heading down to M and S buying waistcoats and jumping up and down <laughs> saying arise to Gareth. So oh, exactly. Some short memories. I think. You'll have a good World Cup, and th- those exact same people will be quietly forgetting exactly what they did back in June. Yeah. Well, Ali, oh, thanks for popping in. Uh, lovely to see you, fresh yeah. and freshish from the plane. Uh, and, my um, absolute pleasure. I'm actually, I mean, we always like What's to find getting it? a kick in this weekend on the telly then? Well, I, I've been on holiday. I've been in Armenia. Oh, oh, oh yeah, oh, you've been yeah, watching Armenian yeah. telly, the Armenian love island. <laughs> do, do you know what? For once, and I thought of you, I thought, no, the telly's not going on. I'm not going to tell him what the bill is like in Yerevan. <laughs> I, imagine, I imagine, yeah, what's the, what's the Armenian bill like? I imagine oh, yeah. it's... Yeah, I mean they yeah, quite heavy handed. I would yeah. imagine they are quite heavy handed. A lot of big yeah. sticks. Yeah, did it, did it, did it, if that quite fits with, quite fits with pace. To be honest, I don't think we should be doing that. Anyway, um, what was going to say? The columns um, back. It's a week on Friday, okay. so I've got to. I've come back to 
eight episodes of Love Island I've got to catch oh, up on. Nice. Oh, enjoy. We haven't if had you... time to pitch Bean Island to Ali. We've got a show time, called Bean time. Island. Next time you're in, we'll pitch it to you, you big time. We've got to get it away. Bean Island. Bean Island. Yeah, Island. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like Love yeah. Island, but... but um, they all have to eat beans one day, sprouts the next day. And, uh, and it's the first, first one allowed. who goes, the first one who goes of the beautiful people, the first one who, you know, gets, yeah. after that kind of diet... Gets voted off. Gets voted off. They go, they leave the island in disgrace. So, well, I think you're onto something there. Well, well yeah. Can, <laughs> I, can I come in on this? Yeah, yeah you, you said, yeah, we get yeah, 10%. Yeah. We'll, yeah. Pitch <laughs> we'll pitch I'll, it. I'll do a format tweak. I'll uh, yeah, yeah, okay. money for that one. We'll, we'll, we'll send it to your people. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. High-quality field, just five runners. Uh, in the uh, 340 race, race, the Prince of Wales stakes. And once again, it's uh, Rupert Bell and Lizzie Kelly are our commentary team. Good afternoon again, both. Hello, Good I've, afternoon. I, can I just say I've got a plan for Izzy and Lizzie tonight? Oh, right, yep. Yeah. Uh, uh, because uh, it, it doesn't, uh, I, it's all above board. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> because what, because what I'm going to do is I, I have get to keep my aforementioned watch, and as I stroll to my forecourt destination tonight, mm. I've got my uh, security guards with me, oh, Izzy and Lizzie. Very so, nice. So um, mm. you know, just just to keep away the. The masses of people uh, who obviously are, uh, are impressed to come and see us tonight. See the <laughs> well, you dined in. in a, we, we discovered earlier on. It seems you dined in a filling station in Woking last <laughs> night. So, what, what are the plans, Lizzie? Have you, is it your choice this evening? Somewhere that doesn't smell of petrol, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's always a plus. But as it happens, I think I might be going to the car park picnic. So oh really? You can't get enough away. of those fumes, can you? <laughs> <laughs> We're too far away from yeah, essentially a, a car park situation. Ah. But it's a very nice car park. Nice. It's can you take trees. can you take Izzy to spare her from Rupert for the evening? Yeah, that'll that'll be you nice. do there? <laughs> <laughs> I think Izzy's planning an inside job on the watch. Oh, oh okay. Nice. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. swap it for another one. She's gonna yes, yeah, she's gonna mug uh, Rupert on their way to the next filling station. <laughs> Fantastic. Isn't it? Yeah, well, it's controversial, but um, I, I'll, I'll put up stern resistance. I'm sure you uh, Rupert, as you went listening yep. yesterday, Rupert has been um, gifted. Well, not gifted. He's, he's wearing a watch from the, the an influencer. The, the official timers. A high quality French timepiece, I yeah. believe, or Swiss timepiece, and um, and he's wearing it. And he's, it, the plan is to give it back. But I think with enough mentions, as he proved, he's hoping they'll let really that slide. Hard. You know they what? You forget. know what, Rupert? You keep that. You yes. made such a mess of that leather strap. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. You've sweated up on the leather strap, Rupert. That's a sure way of keeping it. We're not going to yeah. want it back, are they? Well, no. Well, it's it's metal. Oh, okay, fair um, enough. Um, but I, I, I still will. I still will be given the heat. Um, sweating up a storm and, and oh. but this uh, oh, what a lovely but, image yeah. <laughs> um, but, but the, <laughs> the watch slipping off your wrist for, through sweat yeah as you, as you stand next to Izzy and Lizzie on a forecourt yeah. Yeah. eating, yeah. eating an old sandwich it's a beautiful image well, I, I think it's very important to create a, a level of sophistication because the only because <laughs> the only way is up. Yes, okay? indeed. As, as that hip from the eighties used to remind us. Yes. Um, but um, that, but Lizzie has taken takes precautions to make sure she's all ready to meet people, don't you? Oh, well, I've got some roll-on perfume in my oh, bag. Yeah. Very nice. Oh, that's high quality. Mum, is it? Roll, <laughs> roll-on perfume. I think they call them deodorants around there. 
no, no, no. No, it's a, it's a perfume. Oh, okay. You can buy them in a... And it's like, like a pen, and you sort of roll it on your skin. Oh, is, it, right. is it the roll-on ball type? I just set Charlie up for an old gag. <laughs> so we won't do it now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, very nice. So... You've uh, had a, no offer right. of a watch for you yet, Lizzie, no? No, unfortunately not, but as yeah. it happens, I can't tell the time. Well, anyway. I, oh, right. okay. I, I suppose we ought to be talking about the best race of the week. Look at that. Yes, uh, I'm looking. Is that all right? Is that all right? Do a, yeah, we should be. I've just been given some roll-on perfume oh, by Ben nice. who's on the decks today. So What's the course, benefit of the roll and the roll-on perfume? Well, it's just put it on your neck, can't you? A little bit, have a little yeah, dash of it. A little spray. A little spray. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, Rupert. Five runners, high-quality <laughs> field. Um, we're, not, yeah. we're not far off of starting. So, um, yes, uh, yeah. Lizzie told yeah. a state of rest because she could pronounce it. Um, and uh, you were, what were you quite keen on, Rupert? Uh, the one she can't pronounce, Shireya. And oh. I've got it. Might get quite lively next week because mm. we've got the Japanese TV next to us, Ooh, and okay. they have never had a Royal Ascot winner. So wow. if you suddenly hear Japanese voices bleeding through, that's why. Okay, okay? That'd be great. Yeah. Um, because they will. It will be a big moment because they. I can't tell you how big racing is in Japan. It mm. is huge. You yeah. know the the crowds they get. The fascination with it, whenever I've travelled abroad to go to, say, Dubai or places, the media uh, sort of pack they have is the biggest of any racing country. It is enormous and the, and the interest. So this, and that is why I think the race has been brought forward to 3.40. So it is in a, a more reasonable time for, for the Japanese race fan because it's obviously eight hours in front. So it's mm. quite late at night. So uh, that's why there is huge interest in Shiraya. But I am surprised, and I think Lizzie might agree, that Bay Bridge is the odds-on favourite, who's probably the one with the most potential, whereas the others have all achieved pretty decent uh, things uh, along the way. Yeah, they've all proved themselves. Bay Bridge, we're looking at him as a horse that could go on to do great things. This is a Group 1. The best, the best race that Bay Bridge has won is a Group 3. Yes, he won it very nicely, and, and hence why everyone's getting rather excited. We've got Lord North in here. He won this race back in 2020. He's been very consistent ever since. State of Rest has been running brilliant races um, abroad over in France and Ireland. And then Grand Glory trained in France. She's a mare, so she's got an allowance as well. So she's carrying three pounds less than all of all of the other horses. So you can make a case for all of them. And I think it will be with just the five runners. It could get very tactical. And don't forget, State of Rest also won in Australia, the Mooney Van at the Cox Plate, one of their big races. Joseph O'Brien, son of Aidan, has yet to have a Royal Ascot winner. So this why it's a heady mix and it could be a very tactical affair. And I think they're nearly all in for the Prince of Wales' stakes, the uh, million-pound race. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. That is a stunning front-running display by State of Rest and Shane Cross. Joseph O'Brien, son of Aidan O'Brien, secures his first Royal Ascot triumph. Had to be brave and game, and that's what he was as uh, all comers try to get at him including uh, Baybridge but in the end wins by a length how gutsy was he there oh such a gutsy performance such a perfect ride from Shane Cross there in front got all the fractions right he kind of managed to give his horse a little bit of a breather in the middle of the race stacked them up behind him turned into the straight and he was able to then get another gear out of his horse a fantastic run from him Baybridge I thought that was a really noble effort from him a really really decent effort in a group one there for a young improving horse 
Uh, but he just couldn't quite get there because once once State of Rest had got into the straight, he was able to just get a couple of lengths, almost sneak a couple of lengths, wasn't he? And um, yeah, fantastic, fantastic performance from a horse that um, has been very consistent in his career. Yep, wins big races wherever he goes, but just shows a testament to just how good a trainer Joseph O'Brien is, notching up his first Royal victory, beating the odds on favourite. Um, but obviously there was drama at the start. Frankie, whatever, we're not quite sure what happened, but mm. he was left probably five or six like, as if he was just not ready to go. No idea did, what happened there. Did you think that he uh, had the blindfold stuck in something? Possibly. The horse had a blindfold in, on in the stalls. Quite in the stalls. It's quite normal, and then they sort of give a shout, and then the gates open, and it just looked like Frankie had kind of got a bit tangled up with the blindfold. Possibly, but no doubt we'll hear inquest into that because Lord North has finished last of the five, so you can put a line through that horse's run because he once he failed to make the break in a race of this quality, had no chance. But for State of Rest, the five to one winner and Shane Cross, they can celebrate victory in a dramatic Prince of Wales estates. And myself and I'm sure a number of the listeners, Lizzie, are delighted you couldn't pronounce Shariah because <laughs> yeah. we got on State of oh. Rest with you and, uh, and and there we are. We've had a little winner this afternoon. Oh. Um, well, she can buy the dinner in the forecourt. Yeah, she certainly can. <laughs> extra pasty for you, definitely, this evening. <laughs> and my, my great relief is, is that we're not here at five o'clock when I have to introduce the Royal Hunt Cup because that was an accident <laughs> waiting, for, waiting to happen. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. There we are. That was this afternoon's show. We'll do it all again uh, tomorrow. Myself and Andy. Charlie, uh, best of luck with Tony. Tony. Uh, and you're back on Tuesday. That's, that's I'll be back Saturday morning oh, with Saturday, Max and then Tuesday with you, Paul. Yeah. Brilliant. Thank you, Charlie. Yes, yeah, myself and Andy here tomorrow. I do hope you can join us. If not, podcast available at four o'clock. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.